From WNUR News, I'm Helen Bradshaw. You're listening to the 6 o'clock news on WNUR 89.3 FM HD1, Evanston, Chicago. An overview of Northwestern's preparations for the next school year. Another viral hit by Olivia Rodrigo. The latest at-home hair hack. And a weather report to start your week. Those stories tonight. Thanks for tuning in. It's Monday, May 24th. This Friday, WNUR News will premiere our spring quarter special broadcast. This hour-long show pulls together the entire news team and will focus on a single topic, a year in review, covering the stories from the past school year that you might have missed. Tune in at 6 p.m. on Friday to listen, or find it afterwards on Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the CDC changes guidance around masks, testing, and vaccines, Northwestern is making major changes to its COVID protocols in preparation for the 2021 through 22 school year. Reporter Alex Harrison tells us what has already happened and what the future might hold. As the COVID-19 vaccine rollout continues, Northwestern is making significant changes to its protocols in preparation for a transition summer and a hopefully post-COVID 21-22 school year. Most significantly, The university announced on May 12th that all students are required to be fully vaccinated to participate in any on-campus programs starting fall quarter, with exceptions for immunocompromised students who are unable to receive the vaccine. With Illinois and most other states now offering the vaccine to everyone age 16 and older, supply has begun to outpace demand, and on-campus vaccination appointments continue to be available. The announcement explicitly said that staff and faculty are not currently required to get vaccinated at this time, though this could change between now and fall quarter. More information on sharing your vaccination status or seeking an exception will be available in June. Based on their existing reports, the university estimates that around three-quarters of current students have received at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. Another big change has already arrived on campus. In that same May 12th announcement, it was shared that students would no longer be required to take a color COVID-19 test every week, instead shifting to two rapid Abbott tests per week. Provost Kathleen Haggerty said this change is due to a higher quality of results from the rapid tests and that, quote, some students have asked that we simplify the testing protocols and we hope that completing only one type of test will make the experience easier. Following this change in testing, Northwestern had zero positive test results from May 14th to 20th, its first such week since it began publicly reporting case numbers in August 2020. In line with these low numbers, the Foster Walker Complex, or PLEX, will return to being a full residence hall in the fall. The all-singles hall has been used as Northwestern's quarantine housing since the pandemic began, with half of the rooms being designated for both COVID-positive students and for those directly exposed to the virus. The on-campus housing requirement for first- and second-year students will be reinstated as well, including for any sophomores who lived off-campus during the 2020-21 through school year. Overall, Northwestern's plans for the fall and beyond largely fall in line with projections and guidance from nationwide medical experts, including those at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. But recent updates from the CDC could mean an even greater reopening, as the agency now says that fully vaccinated people can largely go maskless and do not need to regularly test. Like all private institutions, however, Northwestern retains discretion on if or when the mask and testing mandates are lifted. Vice President for Operations Luke Figora has already commented on the CDC's easing of mask requirements, saying in a May 14th update that, quote, 
Masks are still required indoors in alignment with the guidelines that have previously been issued, regardless of vaccination status." End quote. What standards Northwestern sets in the fall will ultimately depend on how COVID numbers trend this summer and how effective the vaccines are long-term. Keeping his mask on, this is Alex Harrison, WNUR News. Coming up, Olivia Rodrigo drops Good For You, and we explore the one-minute mullet. WNUR News will return after these messages. Stay tuned. I'm in almost every school bus and classroom. You see me around the neighborhood, and you tell me that I'm a pretty good kid. Well, I'm one out of every five children in America, and I'm struggling with hunger. Please visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank for ways to help. Every dollar you donate helps provide eight meals for kids like me. We are Feeding America, brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press... Amnesty International is a worldwide organization dedicated to promoting human rights. Amnesty conducts letter-writing campaigns and tries to raise public awareness about capital punishment, police brutality, and torture in the United States and abroad. For more information about Amnesty International, you can check their national website at www.aiusa.org. This message brought to you by WNUR. Welcome back to WNUR News on 89.3 FM HD1, Evanston, Chicago. The time is 6.06 p.m. Before dropping her debut album, Sour, on Friday, Olivia Rodrigo released another single, Good For You. Like her previous singles, Driver's License and Deja Vu, the song has gone viral with the help of TikTok. What is it about Good For You that has once again captured the attention of the internet? Jennifer Kim has the story. of her debut single, Driver's License, Disney star Olivia Rodrigo quickly became one of the youngest and most popular artists today. With her recently released debut album, Sour, she is experiencing this fame once again. Of all these songs, the new heartbreak anthem, Good For You, has been gaining much attention. Rachel Kim, a freshman at UC San Diego, says the song is really addictive and the popularity isn't so surprising. Uh, I think a lot of people find the song so relatable, which I think is one of the reasons why this song is so popular. And also, starting from Olivia's song, Driver's License, I think social media platforms like TikTok had a great influence on the song's popularity. So a lot of younger generations listen to the song. Many people may agree that the song is catchy, but not completely agree on why. Brian Kim, a rising freshman at Northwestern's Bienen School of Music, offers his opinion about the logic behind the memorable nature of the song. Uh, there's a top line, which is uh, Olivia Rodrigo singing and the bass line. So the sounds are very empty, which means it's comfortable for the 
ear to hear because it's not going to overwhelm you with all these different sounds. When I do music, one of the hard things is finding the good while keeping it simple. And I think she did a very good job in that. Good for you definitely seems like the song to sing along to on a night drive or in the shower. Rachel adds that maybe the sense of familiarity is another reason the song is one of the public's favorite. I feel like this song is that kind of song that repeatedly plays in your head. It kind of gives off old pop song vibes like Taylor Swift and Avril Lavigne, and I really enjoy those pop artists' music as well. This isn't the first time Rodrigo has been compared to Taylor Swift or labeled as the younger version of Swift, especially since the young artist has emphasized multiple times that she has been a big fan of Swift for quite some time. Yeah, I can see where the thoughts that Olivia is like young Taylor Swift is coming from because a lot of her songs reminds me of Taylor's old songs, especially the lyrics being relatable to the teenage love or breakup stories. I also heard that Olivia is a huge Swifty, which I also assume it kind of influenced her when she wrote her songs. Both have received titles like the lyrical genius. Brian says he enjoyed the lyrics because of its simplicity. But unlike many fans who say the lyrics are very relatable, Brian shares a slightly different opinion. I remember on English class I learned that music is a poem with a melody, and and I'd have to think over what the lyrics would mean. But good for you, it's very direct. Yeah, well, screw that and screw you. You'll never have to hurt the way you know that I do. I thought this was hilarious. He adds that his inability to relate to the song is possibly due to the difference in experience. Or lack thereof. Yeah, maybe Olivia Rodrigo wrote relatable lyrics.、Um, I just haven't went through a breakup yet, so maybe there's something I lack that I can relate with. While both Brian and Rachel agree that the song is great for a fun little listen, others have argued that the song is not as good as they expected, especially with all the praises. Simply put, some have said that "Good for You" is overhyped. Rachel says that this isn't the case. I don't think it's overhyped or does not deserve the attention. I definitely think there's a reason why so many people love or relate to the song. It kind of seems like a song you could listen to or sing to when you want to feel like you're the main character. Go give "Good for You" a little listen if you haven't yet, and maybe even share your thoughts with others. This was Jung and Jennifer Kim for WNUR News. Searching for a fresh look to solidify your place as an alternative it girl of TikTok, but too scared to get a septum piercing? Look no further than the one-minute mullet. Sarah Kadora recently gave me the long, shaggy style. Worth it? I'm not gonna do it, girl. I was just thinking about it. I'm not gonna do it. TikTok's latest DIY hair trend is the one-minute mullet. Filling for you pages of the follically adventurous, the cut promises a choppy androgynous look, which tapers from short in the front to long in the back. Think less Billy Ray, more Billy Eilish. With salons being closed for much of the pandemic, many young people ventured to their bathroom mirrors for at-home haircuts. The one-minute mullet is only the most recent style to go viral. Curtain bangs, bleached face frames, and buzz cuts all had their moments. But something about this one feels extra DIY, like the kind of thing that would end up in a haircut fails compilation video in 2012. The simplest process involves tying a ponytail at the very top of your head, then holding your hair straight up and giving it one solid chop. The further up you cut, the longer your final product. 
The results in edited videos on TikTok look professionally done, but I'm skeptical. So I booked a volunteer braver than I. I'm Helen and I do WNUR with Sarah. And a less than professional stylist. My name's Erin and I'm Sarah's roommate. For Saturday at three in my bathroom salon. Should I get it wet? Oh, I've seen most people do it. Well, I've seen, okay, I've seen mix. I've seen some people do it wet, some people do it dry. Whatever, whatever Erin um. made the ponytail and did the first snip before we decided that Helen should get her hair wet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we got like a towel. It was all very planned out. For some added technique, Erin sectioned off smaller pieces at the front of Helen's head and used the same technique to snip and snip. I love that part. <laughs> Until. Okay, there we go. Let's, let's take a peek. The issue is you can see it dry, but oh no, I like that a lot. I think that'll be a good thing. Helen's one minute mullet took more like 20 minutes. But TikTok did not disappoint. Woohoo! Yay! And now? I'm about one impulsive decision away from giving myself a mullet. For WNUR News, I'm Sarah Cadora. Coming up, a look at the weather and a news brief to start your week. WNUR News will return after these messages. Stay tuned. Why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Whoa. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service. Today, my new dad and I shot off a rocket in the park. Today, my new son and I failed to shoot off a rocket. The rocket launched into the air. And then crashed into the pond. I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget that day, even if I tried. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Here at the GED Pep Talk Center, we've got a pep talk that can motivate you. Sometimes things don't always turn out the way you want them to. You can improve your future. Now get your game face on and take the first step towards a better life. Hurry up! Don't make me repeat myself. Whatever level of motivation you need, we've got a pep talk for you. Call 1-877-38-YOUR-GED or visit yourged.org for your pep talk and for free classes in your area. GED is a registered trademark of the American Council on Education. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Welcome back to WNUR News on 89.3 FM HD1, Evanston, Chicago. The time is 6.16 p.m. Is last weekend's summer warmth here to stay? Here's Linus Huller with the weather. What a Dillo Day weekend it was. Lots of sunshine and warm temperatures were a welcome change. Will the summer weather continue through this week? Let's have a look at the forecast. Tuesday will bring a mix of sunshine and clouds with light to moderate winds. The temperatures will be pretty warm right from the get-go, starting off at around 68 Fahrenheit or 20 degrees Celsius, and they will reach a high of 82 Fahrenheit or 28 degrees Celsius later in the day. In the afternoon, some rain showers or thunderstorms may develop. Keep an eye out and an ear out for any potential severe weather alerts. 
Wednesday is expected to bring lots of sunshine with only a chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. It will be noticeably cooler in the morning at just 54 Fahrenheit or 12 degrees Celsius, but during the day a high of 81 or 27 centigrade is expected. Thursday will bring lots of clouds and only occasional sunshine, with sporadic rain showers moving through the area. It will also be significantly colder, with temperatures between just 52 and 59 Fahrenheit, 11 to 15 degrees Celsius. Friday will look much like Thursday, with lots of rain showers and only occasional, if any, sunshine. Cool temperatures will continue for a second day, staying in the low 50s or the low 10s in Celsius. For the weekend, expect some more sunshine than the days before. Although it will continue to be relatively cool, temperatures will start climbing again gradually. As always, I'm Linus Huller with the weather for WNUR News. And now for some general news updates. Evanston Township High School celebrated a hybrid commencement for the graduating class of 2021. Students who chose the in-person ceremony on May 21st were given five tickets for family and friends, and there was a virtual option on May 23rd for those concerned about safety. Illinois COVID cases continue to decline, bringing the statewide positivity rate to 2.2%. 20 to 30-year-olds have the most reported and confirmed cases, making up over a third of those who tested positive in Illinois. Cook County has the second greatest population of confirmed cases in the state over the past week. For the second day in a row, Evanston has reported only one new positive. New York City public schools will reopen in the fall with no remote option, according to Mayor Bill de Blasio. While in-person options were were available this school year, about 60% of New York City's 1 million public school students opted for remote learning. The announcement comes after New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy eliminated remote learning in the fall, and several several other states, including Illinois, plan to limit online learning. Northwestern alum Stephen Colbert will return to hosting the Late Show in person on June 14th, according to a Monday announcement from CBS. Audience members will be required to be vaccinated, but masks will be optional. This move comes after Saturday Night Live and the NBA recently reintroduced live audiences. If you missed the super pink moon last month, another celestial sighting could be in your future. The super flower blood moon will both light up and black out the sky early Wednesday morning as the rise of May's supermoon coincides with a lunar eclipse. The phenomenon will be, the be- will be best visible from the west coast, but non-coastal areas east of the Mississippi River may be able to see a partial lunar eclipse. This Friday, WNUR News will premiere our spring quarter special broadcast. This hour-long show pulls together the entire news team and will focus on a single topic, a year in review covering the stories from the past school year that you might have missed. Tune in at 6 p.m. on Friday to listen or find it afterwards on Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's all for the WNUR News at 6 p.m. For more news updates and reports, follow us on Twitter at WNUR News. You can listen to these and other stories of the day on our Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and online at WNUR.org. On behalf of our producer, Alex Harrison, reporters Jennifer Kim, Sarah Kadora, Alex Harrison, and Linus Huller, as well as all of us here at WNUR News, I'm Helen Bradshaw. Thank you for joining us tonight. Our special broadcast will be this Friday at 6 p.m. Now, back to scheduled programming.